Today's episode is brought to you by the best portfolio tracking tool available for Aussie investors, ShareSite. Put away the spreadsheet. ShareSite makes it ridiculously simple with automatic holding updates, comprehensive tax and performance reporting, wrapped up in an easy-to-use fully online system. My favorite thing about ShareSite is how easy it makes tax returns. Simply generate your tax report at the end of the financial year and voila, you're done. And here's the best part. It's 100% free for users that have under 10 holdings. If you have over 10 holdings and want to sign up, make sure you use my link to get the first two months for free. Head over to aussiefirebug.com forward slash share site to receive this special offer. Even if you're signing up using the free plan, using that link will score you two months for free if you ever decide to own more than 10 holdings. Finish tax time with a click of a button using ShareSite by signing up today. That's aussiefirebug.com forward slash share site for your free two months. G'day, my name's Matt, aka Aussie Firebug, and I wanted to make this post slash podcast for all those discovering fire for the first time and wanting to know what it's all about. Maybe you stumbled across my site or podcast and was intrigued with the idea of retiring in your 30s. Is this fire movement legit or is it just a bunch of BS? I hope to unpack the basics for the concept of fire in this episode and hopefully you come away knowing what it is and what it isn't all about. So let's begin. You've probably heard of financial independence before, but usually that's a term associated with decades of saving and investing with the promise of never having to worry about money ever again somewhere in your 50s and 60s, if you're lucky. What if I told you that it's possible to retire 30 plus years earlier than the traditional age of retirement in Australia, which is around about 65 Most people naturally would think that's unachievable without a big inheritance, huge risk, or extreme luck. Would you believe me if I said it's 100% realistically feasible for most Aussies without any of the above? Welcome to the world of FIRE. So what exactly is FIRE anyway? I like to think of FIRE as a mashup of frugality, minimalism, stoicism, and personal finance. At its core, it's mostly a lifestyle. It's about identifying what's really important to you and what brings you happiness and cutting out all the other consumerism BS in your life that doesn't really matter. Pair that mindset with some basic education about investing and you'll soon discover that reaching fire is not as difficult as it first seemed. The beauty is it really comes down to maths and numbers. And it's very measurable. That's that's something I really like about FIRE, that it's extremely measurable with most of the important factors well with under well within your control. If you can save roughly 25 times your annual expenses, you have an extremely good chance of living off your portfolio for the rest of your life. Now, don't get me wrong, that's not perfect, but it's a really rough guide. And for the simplicity of explaining it, um, we're going to use that as the, the bar, 25 times your annual expenses. For example, if everything in your life comes to a bill of 40000 for the year, you're going to need roughly a million dollars invested to reach fire. When I first heard that, my mind was sort of blown. A million dollars, that doesn't seem so bad. Saving 25 times your annual expenses doesn't seem so hard to escape all the daily commutes, pointless meetings, and asshole bosses that you might have working your current job. 
The acronym itself of FIRE stands for Financial Independence, Retire Early, and it means different things to different people. It's really broken up into two parts, reaching financial independence first and then retiring early, which we're going to get into now. So the first part, financial independence, or it's usually shortened to FI. A lot of people call it FI in the community, FI. So FI can be described as having sufficient personal wealth to live without having to work actively for basic necessities. For financially independent people, their assets generate income that is greater than their expenses. Pretty simple. I think majority of people um, get the concept of financial independence. So FI basically means that you have enough income producing assets that generate enough money for you to live off forever. Seems pretty simple, right? And that's because it is very simple. But choosing the right asset class to suit your investment style is critical. I started off in real estate, but I've moved to shares now due to their passive nature and a raft of other reasons, which you can uh, read on my blog. The details about how we are personally going to invest our money to create the passive income stream um, is quite detailed. I put up a link uh, on, on this post that you can read called Our Investment Strategy Explained, which is our first investment strategy that we had. And we've more recently moved to a more dividend-focused approach, which can be read in the article Strategy 3 Revisited. Just go halfway down the page. So I'm not going to get into exactly how we're going to generate our income stream. Um, Those two posts do a really good job of that. But the concept still remains. So financial independence is reached when you have enough assets that are generating that passive flow of income so you don't have to work anymore. But... Investing, tax minimalization, debt recycling, all these terms, yada, 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 they, they're the ones that get all the attention and is what most people focus on. If you have a look at all the forums and the blogs, most people are creating strategies and um, writing about stuff that's more geared towards the investing uh, side of things, which is it, all the glitz and glamour is on the investing side. But make no mistake about it. The most important factor for anyone reaching financial independence by a country mile is how much you are able to save each paycheck. Not about your investing class, investing strategy. Those things help, don't get me wrong, they do. But we are talking the difference of a few percentages with those things. How much you are able to save each paycheck is by far the most important thing. You want to start building your snowball, which another word for your portfolio, as early as possible to allow the magic of compound interest to do its thing. Now, if you don't know what compound interest is, I suggest you Google it. I also have a uh, post about it, which you can read in this, um, it links off in this post, but it's very, very important. You simply cannot start your building your snowball or adding extra snow to it throughout the year without spending less than you earn. If you boil down financial independence really into two extremely basic steps it's really just spend less than you earn and invest a surplus and if you do that long enough you're eventually going to get to a point where you're financially independent that's really what it comes down to so you need to spend less than you earn that's the number one step you can keep up to date with our snowballs progression as i as we post our monthly um, net worth posts each month so you can see how we're going Your savings rate is probably 
you know, I was talking about before how much you can save each paycheck is the most important part. It is, and a lot of people in the community refer to what's called as a savings rate to reflect this. So your savings rate is the amount of cash you can save, usually in a year, from your from your paycheck expressed as a percentage. So to give you an example, if you earn $100,000 as a household, so you and your partner combined, or just yourself, it doesn't matter, there's three people working in the house, whatever. If you earn $100,000 after tax, it always has to be after tax in all the calculations per year, and are able to save $30,000 of that $100,000, you have a savings rate of 30%. Your savings rate dictates the two most important things in your journey towards financial independence. Firstly, if you spent 70% of your after-tax income, that means that you were able to contribute $30,000 towards your snowball or your portfolio and grow it each year. So as your snowball is rolling down the hill, it's collecting a little bit more snow through capital gains, dividends, rent, whatever asset class you're in, along with you pouring $30,000 worth of snow each year. That's a really good recipe for reaching financial independence and growing your snowball to a big enough size so you never have to manually add snow to it ever again. So that's really the first the first, um, first part is how much you're able to add each year. But the second part is because you are able to save 30000 in the above example, that means that you spent 70000 on everything during the year. This means that to live at your current lifestyle, you need enough assets to generate a passive income of $70,000 per year. So using our formula from above, or what I spoke about before, 70,000 times 25 brings us to 1.75 million. So you need, for for this example, 1.75 million roughly in today's dollars will be your financial independence number. So that's what you're aiming for in assets. You have your portfolio. It could be whatever. It could be real estate equity. It could be ATS. It could be listed investment companies. You need to get to roughly 1.75 million in that asset class to reach your financial independence number. And if you do that, you have a very good chance of never running out of money uh, for the rest of your life, assuming that it's returning an average of eight percent, eight or nine percent. So again, there needs to be an asterisk there because it, nothing is ever um, known in the future. So you know, this is just a rough. This is a guesstimate here, but historic averages we're using to to calculate that. So back to the example, one point seven five million. How long would that take for for this example to reach it? Using a return of 8% and assuming that you could add $30,000 each year, starting from scratch, it would take 28 years for this example, this, this person, this household, to reach $1.75 million in assets starting from scratch. So 28 years is not really bad. When you think about it, 28 years, if you started at 20, that means that the household could be financially independent at uh, 48, if my math is correct, which is is great. Like, how many people do you know are financially independent at 48? Even that's really, really good, and that means that they've got seventy thousand dollars rolling in each year, and they can sustain their lifestyle at 48 for the rest of their life, roughly. Now, here's the really important part: 28 years ain't bad, but it's not 
it's not great in my opinion. Still, that's a, that's a long time to be working a job you potentially don't like. If you increase your savings rate by just a little bit, it can wipe off decades to your journey towards financial independence. Now, why is that? The reason that is, is because your savings rate has a double whammy effect. If you increase it, not only are you able to shovel more snow each year on your snowball, but theoretically, you also don't need as big of a snowball in the first place since you can live off a higher savings rate than previously. I hope that, I hope that last bit made sense. So if you increase your savings rate, you reduce your financial independence number while simultaneously being able to add more assets each year. If we increase the savings rate to 40%, so we were at 30%, we want to increase it 10% to 40%, suddenly we can reach financial independence in just 21.6 years. That's saving an extra, if this household is able to save an extra $10,000 each year, they wipe off nearly seven years to the race towards freedom. That's pretty, that's pretty powerful stuff. So, you know, uh, without, this is a hypothetical, but $10,000 a year, $10,000 a year might seem like a lot of money, but for someone with a really low savings rate, like maybe even five, 10%, $10,000 could probably, you could probably t- find $10,000 by canceling a few subscriptions, you know, changing your uh, groceries where you shop, maybe not buying as much stuff. Like it, it sounds like a lot, but trust me, it really isn't. If you start tracking your expenses, it it really is not, especially if you're just new to this stuff and you've never had a budget in your life or anything like that. I'm pretty sure you could wipe $10,000 off really, really easy. Anyway, moving on. You can actually play around with this formula. There's a really cool website called uh, Networth. Uh, ify.com I've got a link in this post that crunches the numbers uh, for you and it graphs it really nicely so if you go to the website you can you know punch in how much you earn after tax and um, what your savings rate is and it will graph how long it will take for you to retire in years and it really it's a really powerful tool because you can play around with the savings rate and you can see that if you just bumped it up a little bit it just takes decades off the the race towards freedom and it's a really good visual rep- representation of that so using that tool if you are able to get a savings rate of 64 percent which i'll be honest is is quite that's a really good savings rate like i'm not expecting or well, i don't think anyone expects everyone to be there but um if you're able to achieve that but but more importantly if you are able to sustain a really great life it might be a simple and frugal life, but if you are honestly living a really, really good life and achieving a savings rate of 64%, it will only take you a little over 10 years starting from scratch to be able to retire. Now, that is incredible. If you started work at 18 and you're able to maintain a savings rate of 64% whilst living a great life, because that that's not what FIRE is about. We don't want to... Um, go without we want to change our mindset and our lifestyle to be fantastic but also not spending a lot of money so it's really important that part we want to live a fantastic life but if we were if we're able to do it at 18 and have that savings rate of 64 percent, it's only going to take just a little bit over 10 years which is why i say it's perfectly 
perfectly feasible if you find out, if you educate your, yourself about this early enough and you can live that great, great life to be able to retire realistically in your 30s. And in this case, using the example of 18, even in your 20s, right? That, so that, that's pretty cool. And I suggest people to, I encourage people to uh, go and play with that pool, uh, that tool, sorry, that tool. So the best part about this as well that I just want to briefly touch on is it doesn't matter how much you earn. Two people with the exact same savings rate will reach financial independence at the exact same time. It doesn't matter if you're earning 70000 or 400000 If you both have the same savings rate, the mathematics will be the same for both of you and you will retire at the exact same time. Now, the person that's earning the high wage, like the 400000 obviously has a lot more options and you know, if they wanted to cut back on their lifestyle, I'm sure they could cut back a lot more than the person you know, with the same savings rate on the 70000 But the point is that they can both retire at the same time. Speaking of retirement, what does retire even mean? Wouldn't it be boring not to do anything for 40 plus years? Which brings me to the second part of the FIRE journey, which is the retire early part. Now, this is without a shadow of a doubt, the the most misunderstood and important part about FIRE. So much so that I actually wrote an entire post dedicated to it, uh, which clears up the common misconceptions, but I'm going to briefly summarize what the retire early part means to me, because it might mean something different to others, but I can only speak for myself, but I just from reading the general fire community, uh, I'm pretty sure that we're, we're on the same page. So the retire early part in fire context does not mean you stop working. It's about retiring from the rat race and having the freedom to pursue meaningful work of your choice. Whether that is paid or unpaid does not matter. You can still retire early in the context of fire if you're doing something that you love and you're also getting paid for it. Just want to clear that up. Common misconception. So meaningful work that ignites a passion is awesome. I want to do meaningful work uh, and work that brings me purpose and meaning to my life forever. I want to do that till I die. But unfortunately, the fact of the matter is the majority of today's society, and this includes myself, sets an alarm to go to their place of employment to earn money. Let's be honest here. We trade time for money. Are there people out there that would do their job for free? Sure. Are there many? No. And you've got to be realistic with yourself. I quite like my job. Like I'm, I'm not hating my job every day or anything. But let's be honest with ourselves. If you were, if you, if there wasn't a uh, financial gain for your job, would you do it for free? If you were, if you won fifty million dollars tomorrow, would you still rock up to your place of employment five days a week? I doubt many people would. I would still, like, like I said, I, I want to do meaningful and meaningful work that brings purpose to my life forever. I think I could find other things that keep me busy and also have those working relationships and. Um, you know, other stuff that, that passionate work brings other than my current job, even though I've got a, a quite a good current job, but we have to be realistic with ourselves. So retire, if I'm being honest as well, is probably not the best word, uh, but FIRE is a catchy acronym and it's stuck, so we just have to deal with it. If you're anything like me, 
The thought of having all the money in the world was not the exciting part when I discovered FIRE. It's what having that money could do for your life. The freedom that financial independence can grant is something that has never left my mind since I stumbled across it in roughly 2013. But here's the important part of the retire early aspect. There's no point in having that freedom if you don't utilize it and retire from the job you hate. If you're one of the lucky ones, the rare lucky ones, that are, that's in a job that you would legitimately do for free, congratulations, you're already reaping the benefits of retire early. But majority of the population isn't, and I know personally uh, many people that are financially independent but are still rocking up to a job that they don't enjoy. Now, I can't speak why they do that, but there's people out there that have all the money in the world and still go to a job they hate. So the retire early part in the FIRE context is is pulling the pin and having enough uh, courage and actually going through with the FIRE uh, concept. So you, you don't want to get to financial independence and do, do all the work to just stumble at the finish line and never actually quit the job you don't like and then go off onto a venture that you you know start almost your second career in um in your passion project so that to me is the retire early part that's what it means okay so i hope i cleared up a a misconception there a few misconceptions and lastly what i just want to talk about talk on since this is um hopefully a lot of readers and listeners this will be your your first thing that you hear is i want to talk about the creation of aussiefirebug.com just quickly, I first stumbled across the concept of FIRE um, when I stumbled across a US blog called Mr. Money Moustache around 2013, which is quite a popular blog. I firstly discovered the concept of financial independence from reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, which completely blew my mind. But what Pete at Mr. Money Moustache was writing about was basically financial independence, but on steroids. And the fact that he had actually achieved the goal and retired at 30 was a massive credit credibility boost. This is someone you're reading about someone that had actually done it. I must have read close to 10 posts a day for the next two months to find out as much as I could about this thing called fire. And if it's all just a bunch of BS, all the real deal. Well, I soon discovered that this movement was incredibly achievable and started reading more and more fire blogs like the mad scientist, early retirement extreme, get rich slowly, etc., etc. But something was lacking. These were all incredible resources. Um, for, there were blogs, there were podcasts, there were videos. There was heaps of other stuff. But all my favorite bloggers were talking about 401ks, traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, Mint, etc. Awesome info, but most of the tax strategies, investment vehicles, cool software was not applicable for Australia. Where were the Aussie fire bloggers? Which led me, well, actually, before it led me, um, I there was a lot of financially independent ones, but I couldn't find one that was specifically dedicated to achieving fire and actually retiring in your 30s for Australia, which is why I created the first Australian fire blog in 2015. Aussie Firebug was born. And that's to my knowledge. If anyone else has had a fire blog earlier than my one, um, apologies, but I definitely couldn't find you. So you need to get your um, SOE Google search um, up up on the rankings because there was I couldn't find any back then. Uh, so I created the website for four main reasons. 
One was to keep me accountable on my journey. Two was to create an Australian fire resource for others, just like I wanted when I first started my journey. Um, three, it was a good excuse to create the Aussie Fire uh, podcast to chat to people who who had already uh, reached financial independence or on their way, and occasionally businesses who were offering a service that I thought could help the community reach fire quicker. And four, so other people who were way smarter than me could critique my strategy and tell me where I can improve. And number four has turned out to me be my favorite so far. I've learned so, so much in the comment section of my articles and blog that it's not even funny and um, I'm, I'm a lot better off for it. So it's one of the best things I ever did creating this website just even for a, uh, that, that personal um, strategy tweaking that I gained. And the Australian fire community as a whole has exploded with insanely talented, talented content creators since I first created the website in 2015. Some of my favorite Aussie fire blogs are Strong Money Australia, Lifelong, Lifelong Shuffle, The Fire Explorer, Aussie High Fire, and so many more that I just can't name them all here. The thing is, reaching fire in Australia is quite different than reaching it in other countries, especially the US, which is where a lot of the content is coming from. We have super, which can't be accessed until your preservation age, which is completely different to the States. I created a uh, calculator that works out the optimal amount you should have inside and outside your super. It's on the front page of my website if you're interested, but it's different. The, The main point I wanted to make is that we really are lucky now that the uh, fire community is thriving. There's a lot of forums, a lot of other really, really good websites, and everyone benefits that's trying to reach fire just by these resources coming online. So the future plans. This blog, Aussie Firebug, predominantly follows my partner and me in our journey towards fire in our monthly net worth uh, update posts. I occasionally publish other content on topics um, of interest such as savings, tax minimization strategies, investing, real estate, and anything that I find interesting in a fire context. If you want to follow along on our journey and never miss out on a post, I highly uh, recommend that you subscribe to the Aussie Firebug newsletter. There is a sign up on the front page and there's also a sign up on this post. I only send out two or three emails a month and it currently has over six and a half thousand people subscribed, so it can't be too bad. Uh, no spam ever. I'll never spam you guys. I'm really looking forward to the next few years as fire is well within our sights and we're steaming ahead towards freedom. Only a few years away now, I think. Thanks for stopping by and I hope you get some value and content out of this website and podcast. So until next time, spark that fire. 